Hi, superheroes. Yay, we are recording our second episode ever. I am so happy you are here and I hope you are having a low symptom day wherever you are in this world and whatever you may be doing. You may be laying in bed, so fatigued, you really can't move, feels like your legs are like cement. You may be at an infusion center. You may be in the car, going somewhere. Who knows, but I'm glad you are listening, especially for today's episode. I think today's episode's a really amazing one for all chronically ill superheroes. So, I've had my share of a lot of horrible doctors, but I've also had my fair share of amazing doctors that I love and that I trust. So today's episode is how to advocate for yourself as doctors. So let's just get right into it. I first want to say, do not be intimidated by your doctor. No, they are working for you. You are paying them for their expertise and for their amazing, smart knowledge, even if it's through insurance. They are there to serve you and help you. It can be really challenging to remember that, especially when you are feeling your weakest at the doctor's office. It may take a huge toll on you to get there. Whether you are having a low symptom day or a high symptom day, doctor's appointments is so draining emotionally and physically. And on top of all of that, you have to wait a long time despite whether you have an appointment or not. So anxiety fills your body even more. The pain gets worse. You are uncomfortable. So many things are running through your head. So it can really feel like you are not the one in control. But what helps is reminding yourself while you are waiting for your doctor and while your doctor is speaking to you that you are never stuck. You hired your doctor. You can fire your doctor. And he, she, or they are working for you. I always say on my Zoom, know if your doctor was in your shoes, they would be asking the same things and they would be advocating for themselves even more. I remind myself this in doctor's appointments when I'm asking a lot of questions. It is okay to ask a lot of questions. You will be proud of yourself when you leave your appointment knowing you asked and expressed everything you needed to. Otherwise, if you don't explain yourself, if you don't ask questions, and if you don't defend yourself, that will be such a waste of an appointment. And you are not there to waste anyone's time. You are there to get the help you need, get the answers you need, get the treatments your body needs. I know it is so hard, but I promise you, coming from a lot of experience with doctors and health problems, it does get easier defending yourself and standing up for yourself and explaining to your doctors what's going on. You also have to remind yourself that you are not doing anything wrong by explaining your symptoms. Attending these appointments, you probably have such bad pain and brain fog and so much stress that overfills. Due to these factors, you may forget a lot of things that first go on in the appointment, but also that you want to express to your doctor. So I have a couple tips for this. First, I think it's very important if you feel comfortable enough to bring another set of ears with you. This may be harder now due to COVID, but before COVID, this was never a problem. And now due to COVID, I had to get special permission due to my brain fog since I am over 18 and they allow it. They should not care. 
If they do, DM me on Instagram, Invisibly Sick Lala. I will try to help you. It's really good to bring someone you're comfortable with. It does not have to be a parent if you are not close with your parent. It could be a significant other. It could be a friend. It could be a cousin. I think it's just really important to bring another set of ears, especially because you feel like you are getting a second opinion after the appointment is over. I am so, so drained after my appointments that I forget most of the things that happened and it's so beneficial to hear my mom tell me the information and explanations my doctor explained to me that I may have disregarded or just missed or forgot. It's also validating if you say, you know what, I wasn't a fan of this doctor or I wasn't really on board with this protocol and that person agrees with you. It doesn't make you feel like you're crazy or that you know, the doctor is always right and you just want to believe what you want to believe. It helps knowing other people are on your side and you have an ally with you who can vouch for you. I think it's also really important to bring someone, especially if they are a caretaker of yours that lives with you, because it's really, really difficult for people to fathom how debilitating these chronic illnesses are and the toll it takes on our body. And I think the only person who can truly understand is a caregiver who sees you all day long. And if they are able to be in the room with you and help express how bad your pain or condition or abilities to do life tasks are, I think that would be incredible for the doctor and for yourself. It helps everyone having a caregiver that is able to stand up for you and speak for you on your behalf, especially if you're having a high symptom day or your brain fog has gotten the best of you. I am so fortunate my mom comes with me to every single appointment. Now, another thing I would say Definitely bring a list of symptoms you want to go over with your doctor. A list of symptoms, a list of concerns, a list of questions. When we are in these draining, stressful, anxiety-filled appointments, it is so easy to blink out and to forget such important things you want to go over. And again, this will help your doctor and you focus on the important things that are going on in your life and the questions and concerns you have. I always say on my Zooms, it's really amazing and beneficial to get a pain tracker symptom book. I got mine off of Amazon. This is my third symptom book I have gone through. Before that, I was writing them all on just random pieces of paper and on my notes on my phone, which on your notes on your phone is also great because I feel like you always have your phone with you, so you never forget the notebook. But now it's just easier for me to use a notebook, especially because my notebook has different sections like appetite and energy and I fill them out. I will list my Amazon storefront under this podcast so you can check out the one I use. It's really great to bring a list of things you want to talk about and prioritize it. Sticking up for yourself helps you and your body and your health. Why not do those things? Next, if you are not 100% sure you want to follow along with that game plan, you are allowed to say, I want time to think about this. What are the side effects? What are the negatives? What are the cons from this treatment? And what are the pros? You are allowed to weigh your pros and cons. You are allowed to make decisions on your own. A doctor suggests things to help your health and body, but you are allowed to make that final decision at the end. 
I also say that very lightly because when I was at my sickest, first diagnosed on no treatments at all, I needed to get infusions or else I really thought I was going to disintegrate and I still need infusion. It kills me to say this, but I will end up in the hospital in extreme, extreme pain and blood leaving my body if I am not on my infusions. However, for a lot of things, you do have a say in what you should try out and the treatments that they are suggesting or the remedies they are suggesting. Keep in mind, when a doctor is going over treatment plans or new diagnoses with you, if you are not understanding it, it is totally okay to ask, can you please explain this in easier terms for me? Sometimes doctors talk in doctor terms because we are already nervous wrecks, we are already in pain, we may be dealing with brain fog, we can't think clearly. It is okay to say, I'm really not understanding your terminology, can you explain this in easier terms for me to grasp? This is also why it's really important to have someone else in the room too because they may be understanding it with a f- more fresh, and I'm putting fresh in quotations, brain and ears. Now remember, you are there for yourself and for you and for your health. You are not there to make the doctor happy. So it's really important to express to your doctor every single thing that you are doing, you are eating, the specialists you are seeing, the things you plan to do, plan to see, because the more information they know about you and your body and your health, the better they can help you. And the more answers you will receive. So don't be shy. You have to explain to them everything. Advocate for yourself. Again, know if these doctors were in your shoes, they would be doing and saying the same exact things or even more. Don't be afraid to ask your doctor questions. Don't be afraid to ask for an alternative treatment. A lot of alternative treatments may be available and your doctor may be thinking of alternative treatments. They just don't want to say it out loud. When you ask these questions, it encourages them to talk about what's going on in their head. Doctors are smart. They love this stuff. They would love if you ask them questions for them to explain to you more. Another thing I think is really important to express and advocate for yourself, which I have done this so many times to multiple different doctors, I say, I have talked with others on my weekly Zooms who have the same illnesses as me, and they are on XYZ treatments. Can I have your feedback on this treatment for me? I know each body is different. I am wondering if this will be a success like it is for them. Doctors appreciate that because you are not saying, I took this article from the internet because let's be real, anyone can put anything up on the internet. Doctors have degrees. They went to school for this. Yes, we know our bodies best, but they are also here to help you and guide you and have the best plans for you. So it is smart when you express to them something that another person who had who has the same illness as you undergoes. If you do not join my Zooms, and if you do not know other people who have the same illnesses as you, first, join my Zooms. What are you waiting for? Best Zooms ever. Best support system. It's so nice to connect with others who get it. But also, I am a huge fan of Facebook support page groups. You search your illness you have and you are connected with people all around the world on Facebook who have the same illnesses as you. Of course, a lot of articles are reliable. I would just fact check and suggest things, but suggest them in a way where you ask them for their feedback so they know that you are trusting them and you want to know if this article appears relevant to your condition. I would definitely make your list of questions and statements that you want to express to your doctors and articles you have for them way before 
the day of your appointment. I would do this a couple weeks in advance whenever you have your appointment. Get started on this because you are more likely to be experiencing symptoms every single day. Every single day, keep track of your symptoms. I know it can be a pain. That's why I say you can add it to your phone if you don't want to add it into a pain tracker, even though the pain tracker books are more detailed with that and help you more. They don't make you think as much because they already have the fill in the blanks for you. I think it's really great to go over questions you have weeks prior to your appointment than the night before because even the night before your brain may be rattled. Thinking on the spot is never smart. You deserve it and you owe it to yourself to bring the most reliable questions and statements to your doctor. Now let's discuss if a doctor drops your case. It can be so heartbreaking and so scary, especially when you are supposed to feel safe in your hands of your doctor. You are supposed to feel safe at hospitals and at doctor's appointments. And when they drop your case, you are at a loss of words. You are frightened. You are scared. I know this because this has happened to me. I loved my GI so much. He was so sweet and informative and he listened very well and I felt so comfortable with him after firing a different GI because I had a terrible toxic experience with him in the hospital. I was so excited with this GI and he dropped my case because I was too complicated for him. If this happens to you, take ease knowing that your doctor tried everything they could and it is for the better that they are dropping your case and passing you along to a doctor who has more knowledge on your case so you know you are getting the help you need in the right set of hands. I am too complicated for GIs so I have to see a Crohn's specialist. This doctor passed me along to this Crohn's specialist as my FMF doctor at UCLA also passed me along to this Crohn's specialist. I am meant to see this Crohn's specialist. I was devastated. I was scared. I did not want to switch doctors yet again. And now that I'm at the Crohn's and Colitis Clinic, I am getting more answers and more help that I deserve to be and that I need to be. Don't let a doctor drop your case without suggesting a doctor for you. That is so important. You have to stick up for yourself. Remember, if they were in your shoes, what would they do? And say, since you don't have the knowledge on my case, please recommend me a doctor who does. More than likely they will if you are in the States. Hopefully if you're out of the States, they will do that. But if they don't, that's why you have to ask them and tell them that you need a different doctor. With that being said, don't write off a good doctor if you've had one bad experience with him. Just like any profession, just like any person, any human, we go through good days, bad days, stressful days, amazing days. And if overall your experience has been great with your doctor, if you feel comfortable, if you feel like you are getting the validation and support and answers you need and you have had one bad appointment with them, hold off until the next appointment. It may be better. It probably will be if the rest of the time it was great. Doctors are humans. If this doctor is an amazing doctor, it's very understandable that once in a while they will get frustrated or they will have a bad day, just like anyone else. What I'm going to say is a sad truth, but go to your doctor's appointment like how you feel. Be appropriate for your doctor. However, don't slab on a ton of makeup if you feel that your face may reflect how you feel. It is a sad truth, but people don't understand what they don't see. 
And sometimes it is good if a doctor sees if you do look sick. Of course, I know invisible illnesses, a lot of times our outsides don't reflect how we feel. However, I was so excited one morning to look better than I feel and I was going to get all ready and make myself feel good on the outside. So hopefully that would help mentally for me. And then I stopped myself and I said, why am I getting so dolled up for my doctor's appointment? First of all, this will drain me. And second of all, it's not a reflection of how I feel. I can get dolled up any other day. I'm not going to get dolled up for the appointment where I'm going to see my doctor because I see the certain doctor every two months. And I did not want him walking into the room saying, oh, wow, you look better than you did two months ago. It's so sad. That's the truth. But that's what I feared. So I didn't go with any makeup on, so he had a higher chance of believing me, which is so sad. I felt more comfortable, and honestly, I used to be the girl who would not leave the house without mascara. Now I feel more of a fraud when I am all dolled up, because that is not how I feel. So I try to look how I feel for doctors. I'm going to end this podcast with a quote by Arthur Ashe. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Know when you were in these doctor's appointments, you gave it your all, you expressed everything you can, you stood up for yourself how you should, you owe it to yourself and your body and your health to advocate. Do not hold back, don't be shy, this is your body, you are in survival mode, you are fighting every day, you owe it to yourself. I hope you use all of these tools and I hope it leads to a really successful, less stressful doctor appointment. Let me know how these tools work. Rainbow days are coming, superheroes. I love you all. I'm sending you all so much love and strength. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye.